Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Today's date is... You know today's date. October 19th. <laughs> uh, you know something that's funny? Your anniversary. Happy birthday no, to Ray. Birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have Jane Stevens on the line, um, although he's 168 hours late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting? No. No. Uh, oops. Yeah. No, all good. We, we had him scheduled for last week, but it was Thanksgiving in Canada, right? It was, and I got all caught up in I my yeah. deepest oh, yeah. apologies. Yes. You know something? Family first. That's 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 how we live our lives today, right? And well, you know, I, if I'd let you know, it would have been okay to be family first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But double focus. Yeah. No, that's 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 great. I mean, you know, I, I've always my my family got me through the mess that I Right. You know, the life that I lived. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah. Yeah. when it's time to support them, yeah. everybody else can take a back seat and they have, <laughs> they, they have to be okay with it. So I was absolutely okay with it when you told well, me. Well, thank that. you. And we did have a really wonderful uh, Thanksgiving and, and uh, yeah, everybody, you know, has stuff and, and same thing with our family. So uh, they were going through some stuff and, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now, what, what is uh, Thanksgiving about in Canada? Uh, my sister actually lives in Nashville. I don't think it's a lot different. I think in uh, Thanksgiving in for a lot of people, a lot of areas is much bigger down there. It uh, almost rivals Christmas, where Christmas is a much bigger event in Canada than it is is uh, in um, than than Thanksgiving. So I think it's pretty much the same. Uh, you know, most people have turkey, and and we uh, you know have the pilgrims that came across and all that stuff. So as far as I know, it, it's uh, the same thing, just a different date. Oh, wow. I didn't know y'all had pilgrims too. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I, I don't have any geography on that one, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, we don't have the exact location that you guys do. Apparently that's right. But uh, yeah, we have uh, the same celebration. Cool. Well, that's very cool. Who knew? Cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to it. What um, what brings you to the show? Like I, you know, like I, I, I want to give an introduction, but I think it's always great when an individual can share first who they are and what brought them to uh, a place of recovery familiarity. Like for me, um, I've been clean and sober for thirty one and a half years or so. I got clean uh, February 28th, 1989. So, you know. Congratulations. No, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Where, yeah. Else, where else can you get praise for doing the right thing than in a program like, hmm. like recovery? Right. You know? Right. Every year you get a slap on the back for doing the right thing. Well, yeah. I know, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. right. So, so sure, about Dane. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, uh, you know, just to kind of piggyback on that, would like to help people who have been on that treadmill. And I'm a trauma specialist. I had no intention 
becoming a trauma specialist. It happened out of sheer necessity when I had my nervous system compromised by a well-meaning therapist slash healer. Um, but I was able to get off that treadmill and uh, it's just so closely linked. It's so directly linked with addiction that I, I really want to, um, you know, not share my story as much as share what I have learned through my story and, and to help people to really get off the cycle of addiction and understand it. I think we have a lot of information and uh, but to understand the nervous system, to understand that it's inner compassionate connection that is the key, and that we can stop that cycle because so many people continue to grapple with that. And you know, program has been called the greatest spiritual program in the world, and uh, I really believe that because it can't help but go into the spiritual aspect because it goes into. Um, our thoughts, our beliefs, our nervous system. Mm-hmm. So it it, uh, it just is something that I feel very lucky and, and honored that I have been able to uh, experience and something I feel a real duty to share. So I really want to share, Real, very passionate about sharing it. So that's what brought me here. And uh, yeah, hopefully somebody, you know, get something from this that can help them on their journey and can ease some of the burden for them. Well, I think I already did. So I think you've already won that battle. (laughs) (laughs) It's always great to be able to speak to someone from a different perspective than my own. You know, I, I was an active addict and she's the, the, uh, the mother of, of active, um, Addicts. Will we say addicts? Yeah, we'll say addicts. Okay. I always always stop at the S. I always stop at the S. I'm well aware of one, but the second one, I don't want to throw that one under the bus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're better now, but I, I, you know, I have spent a lot of time researching addiction because of what happened, you know, with my family. I wanted to understand it, and I... I read over and over and I hear over and over that trauma is at the root of it. Yeah. More so than just about anything. You know, we hear things about, you know, it's hereditary and all of that, but there there does seem to be a lot of trauma in everybody's life, whether they remember it or not. Yeah, yeah. So just to, to touch upon that, when we say trauma, most people that aren't have experienced it in depth or doesn't have, don't have knowledge about it, think about it as some huge physical or emotional experience. Right. Being in a car crash, you know, experiencing war or being abused in some way that yeah. you know is a trauma. Holding accident. And that's, those are traumas. Those are called yeah. big T traumas. But like you just spoke about the little T traumas, those are the ones that we don't identify as a trauma, like neglect. That doesn't seem like anything happened, and that's exactly right. And because we didn't get the attention, most time this is as a child, which is where most of our, our traumas have set in because at, you know, up until age five, we we're just sponges. We just soak everything up. But mm. our persona tends to be set by age five. So um, in regards to uh, having those little T traumas like neglect where we had to we, we made a decision about ourselves and it na- and altered our natural output, our natural expression. So, and it's, you know, somebody close to us passing, 
and they could have passed, you know, just through natural causes. But if they were really close to us or one of our caregivers or, you know, somebody that we relied on and or maybe we just didn't have the support to understand, you know, that too can alter our behavior or make it, or we can make a decision that, that changes how we express ourselves. So, um, and living with a high-functioning alcoholic. You know, right. we don't, mm. might not even know we're on the receiving end of abuse. But alcoholism itself is a form of self-abuse that is being passed on. So um, we have had to alter our behavior in some way, which creates a trauma, a looping in our nervous system, which it will reveal itself in our life as a dysfunction, but we don't identify with the cause of it. So uh, the word trauma, all the word trauma means is something stuck looping in your nervous system unprocessed. That's it. And you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that doesn't have, doesn't have some degree of what's termed trauma looping in them. When you classify it like that, yeah, that, absolutely. You know, but there's a lot of a lot of people that we have spoken to, and they do use that three to five year uh, range of children's behavioral right. sponges, yeah. as you yeah. said. Um, and looking back, I mean, looking at at my granddaughters per se, you know, one's five, one's two. Um, they're in those formidable years of, yeah. of finding out who they're going to be. And like you said, they're sponges. And I guess we really, in today's knowledge, need to be hyper aware of what we're feeding them. You know? Parenting, the most important job in the world. Yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes grandparenting is be, you're still trying to parent the, the parent. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come on now. Give yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like you say, as kids and, and just to, to put so people understand just how significant that is and also maybe to, to, to understand why we blame ourselves as kids. Mm-hmm. Because when we are growing up, who feeds us, who hopefully nurtures us, who clothes us, and who hopefully loves us mm. is our caregivers or our parents. So if we get abused in some way, we can't make them wrong or our whole world would implode. Yes. True. They are literally our version of God growing up. So we can't make them wrong. So it's not them. So it must be me. And we make decisions, I am decisions, I'm not good, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not lovable. And those are blankets that cover, blanket statements cover everything you do, your health, your wealth, relationships. So, you know, to understand that, um, I help people to go inside. So to have them understand that will hopefully allow them to have compassion because the decisions we make as children are not logical. But Don't you think that everybody as a child has some kind of uh, the little T traumas? You know, when I was reading your book, which I guess we'll get into in a little bit, um, you know, I was I had a, a good family, you know, nice, loving parents. And I had three brothers, but I was the big sister and the mean one, really. But, <laughs> you know, I remember, you know, things that have stuck with me. And I'm 64 years old. And I remember things from when I was three and four that other kids did to me right. that were that are still upsetting. And that right. um, I didn't want to tell my parents about because then I thought it would make them feel bad that people were doing this to me. Oh, okay. Got it. So, yeah, it's um, like I said, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that doesn't have stuff, stuff looping inside of them. And some of the things that have affected us, 
we are, you know, when we work with people, we help them to uncover that in a safe and gentle manner. And sometimes what comes out is like, you know, they don't even understand it. It's like, I don't had no idea. I had an, I formed an idea or I had a, a belief form about that. So everybody does have this. Now I'll share one experience that came up for me, which I had to ask my mother if it actually happened. And, uh, I was three or four and I wandered away from the home. We lived in Vancouver and I guess I wandered out back and got stuck in the, in this mud pit thing. Oh, geez. It was all forested. So my mother couldn't find me. And oh. I was out there for, you know, two plus hours or something. I was screaming my head off and, and uh, an Asian gentleman found me and pulled me out and, and somehow managed to get me back home. It sounds like a movie. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I had no recollection of that. I didn't remember that at all. I was, you know, three or four, and I had to, I had to ask my mother, did this really happen? She said, oh, yeah, scared the heck out of me. So we don't know. Most people, you know, you know, me included in that situation for sure, really don't have a clue what we think and what we believe, what is affecting our outward behavior at hmm. the subconscious level. It's the key. It's where everything is stored. It's where our, our core beliefs are held. So that's where you have to find out what we believe. And when we understand what we believe in and why, then we have a choice around it. Until that mm. time, it continues to run our life and something happens that, uh, that triggers that, whether it be a sight, a smell, a sound, whatever it is, the synapses fires in our brain and we're right back there to six years old again. It's like we have no choice. We feel powerless. And for addiction, oh, I, yeah, I totally uh, have great compassion for those people because you feel powerless because you haven't had access to what is the cause of that. And that's what I want to hopefully bring to people. So Ellen had referenced uh, that, that you uh, authored a book, Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life, How to Permanently Heal Unwanted Behaviors, Chronic Conditions, and Addictions, including the neurotrauma healing process. Where can someone find the book? So the book is on Amazon. Here um, <laughs> we have it. And uh, I, I think it's in Barnes and Nobles too, because it's also in, in Ingram Spark. So um, yeah, so up on Amazon, you can get the ebook or the physical book and uh, Barnes and Noble too. You can either order it is there. It, is it available as an audible? I think it is. No, it's not. I need not. to get on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Ray doesn't like to read, but he'll listen to them. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is good. You know, kicking my butt again, get me going because uh, have they they asked you to have you like tried to do that? I've had a few requests. It's basically people that that want the the audio book, but so I need to get on that. And I do not have that yet. It's coming. Is that that the only book that you've written so far or? Uh, that book is the trauma aspect okay. of the process. That process goes a long ways. The second book, which is called Unleash Your Genius, and that goes into the empowerment aspect. That's what comes out in 2021. So it's oh. the same book. It's the same process, but it, does, it goes into empowerment. I didn't think that people could go from dealing with a deep-seated trauma to what I'll call, you know, spiritual liberation in the same book. So I had to break them into two books. And this is the first one, the trauma uh, aspect, the healing aspect of the work. The next one goes into fallen empowerment. And it's, uh, yeah, pretty phenomenal. I'll talk about that 
I mean, I think that I think that's a common, and and I think a lot of authors do that. They they give they they give you stages. You know what I mean? Because could you could you take a you know um, War and Peace? And, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Not many people have finished War and Peace. That's right. No, no. I mean, I looked at, I looked at, I looked at it in the library one day. Yeah, that was enough, huh? Yeah, it's not that. No, no. I'm joking. I think I, I think I read a little bit of it. You know, the only Probably book that, the yeah, no, the only book that I was required to read was uh, Moby Dick because I come from the city of New Bedford. Oh, okay. Where, well, you know, call me Ishmael. That's where it came, they left out of the city of New oh, Bedford. no kidding. So that was the only required reading in high school. Are you kidding? Nope. I went to a vocational school, though, too, so. Right. Well, you uh, had you had ADD or ADHD. Oh, so, oh, so now we're just going to throw that out. Well, the yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell the world that I'm crazy. You're not crazy. Dial 866-472-5792 if you want to protect my uh, image here against Ellen. No. Dial 866-472-5792 if you have any questions for Dane. We still have a couple of minutes. be one minute before we go to break. So. Well, I was a nerd. I think it, it's probably better to have ADHD <laughs> no, this is play true. sports. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, but that was a, that was a, that was a, a very exhausting time looking back on it because my clock was, I mean, it still runs today, but I gratefully have found ways to turn it down. But like my mother, like if I'm on my mother's company, she'll say, your knee's going again. Yeah. And I'm 61. You know, I have to say that you guys look great. I mean, they can't, nobody can see you. So I'll just let them know. You guys yeah. look amazing. We don't, we don't have the faces for radio, right? We have the <laughs> I know, not what I'm saying. <laughs> Call 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments. When Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. 
Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to miracles in recovery to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org now back to this week's show and welcome back to miracles in recovery if you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org and we'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we are gratefully talking today to Dane Stevens. Dane, if you could, if you, if you could share with the audience how people might find you online, um, where they can, where they can, like if you have YouTube videos, a website, yeah, yeah. Where, okay. where they can. And uh, so my website, there, there's two websites you can go to. One is Dane Stevens Online. That's D-A-N-E, Stevens with a V, online.com. And to learn more about uh, specifically NTHP, you can go to anextraordinarylife.ca. That's A-N, extraordinary life.ca and yeah lots of uh youtube videos uh i I think an extraordinary life is also uh it's the name of the channel it's under my name or an extraordinary life i'm not sure which one and uh facebook we have some stuff and uh, on that note we have an interactive event where you can actually experience the process on october the 28th at 5 p.m pacific so 8 p.m east coast time and uh, in that, you get to actually experience uh, the process itself and make a connection to the life within you. And that, that's our goal, is for you to make a connection to the life within you and know that it's real. And you will. It's uh, profound work. And, and this is a chance to uh, experience it with uh, me and other facilitators there uh, for any help that a person might need. Is there so- information about that on the websites? There is. Both the websites should have, go to the events page, pages, and there should be information about that. And uh, if you have any questions, by all means, info at anextraordinarylife.ca. Be happy to answer any questions you have. Now, that's just the chance to. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But now, one of the greatest things that that happened out of this COVID um, situation that everyone is dealing with is the ability or the the friendliness of this system Zoom? Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure that even before this, you were using platforms like this to do your your work on. Correct? Yeah, yeah. We've been using Zoom for years because we work with people from all over the world, so we've yeah. kind of had to. But it works great. Yeah, 
Yeah. Now, do you wake up at three in the morning to do stuff for people in Japan? Or? <laughs> no, I, I you made them wake up for you. I was going to say I don't stay up that late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Close, but but no, uh, we, we we make it work though. Yeah, because sometimes we work with people. Uh, I work with people in uh, Australia. I work with mm-hmm. people in uh, oh jeez, uh, Hong Kong, all over the place. Yeah, England all the time. So uh, wherever you are, we can make it work. And uh, yeah, Zoom is fantastic. It's been amazing. So that's great. Let's get into uh, the neurotherapy, uh, neurotrauma healing. Share a little bit about what exactly that is. And then um, hopefully someone may call in and have a question. Or I know that Ellen and I have quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just explain a little bit of how trauma works first. And what happens in trauma is things come in through the right brain, the formless fantasy color imagination side. And that right brain sees it, feels it, experience it is, experiences it in its entirety and passes to the left brain to be made sense of, understood and filed. If it's too outrageous, too bizarre, too much for that left brain to comprehend or understand or handle, it will reject it and send it back to the right brain. And the right brain does what the right brain does, sees it, feels it, experiences it, and sends it to the left brain to be made sense of understood and filed. If it's still too much, still too overwhelming for that left brain, it rejects it again and sends it back to the right brain, and the cycle has begun, which Mm. is why we keep experiencing it, keep experiencing it, keep experiencing it. Why? That's Which is why it creates a negative pattern somewhere in our life, an addictive behavior, a negative pattern, unwanted behavior, whatever it is. The brain's MO is survival, and it doesn't want this barrage of unwanted, potentially dangerous information it can't handle, so it pushes it out of the way to the subconscious. Is it out of the way? Is it gone? Not at all. It's still very much alive, trying to process itself in the nervous system unsuccessfully, trapped somewhere in your body. So what we do is we kind of work in reverse, is we do a left-right brain process that allows you to process that. It allows us to unfreeze it in a, in a safe and gentle manner. With what happened to me, I had a therapist try to force the trauma out of me. That's exactly the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's uh, creating a level of trust where you allow this part to unfreeze. You actually make an intimate connection to the part that has experienced that, that, that is still experiencing that, and you bring it back into this present moment. When you're able to bring that part of you back into this present moment where it's not happening anymore, it quite simply ceases to to be. It has been processed in your nervous system and it's no longer looping within you. So therefore, there's literally nothing to be triggered. And we all have more than one. We all have the big rocks though. And it's the big rocks that are causing these, the major Mm -hmm. mayhem. So, but when we cease, when, when we bring that part of us, we collect that part of ourselves back, it is no longer, lo- no longer looping in your nervous system, and therefore, there is nothing to outpicture. It's quite profound. It's quite magical. I want to be clear that it's not a quick fix. It's a relationship. And like any relationship, it takes time and it takes effort. But you can bring it to full resolution with certainty. So- but it's a relationship with yourself, correct? Yep. Yep. And which leads us to the next step. And, you know, you talked about you know, the pandemic and the magic of, of, of Zoom, but 
when you look at what's happened here, it's been quite amazing how the whole world has been brought to a stop. Right. And all of our stuff has been up because fear has come up and anger has come up and uncertainty has come up. All of our stuff has come up. And in the healing world, they say, when you can't feel it, you can't heal it. And that's exactly right. So, and we are all feeling it right now. This is a huge opportunity for a lot of people because we've had our buttons pushed in a way that mm. we can't even comprehend. No, and Ellen was. The more I do this, yeah. yeah, the more I, I, I work with people, the more I play this game of life, the more I see that maybe the way this is set up is the way it was meant to be set up. Because this, when we have a pattern that keeps going, as long as we keep going outside of ourselves to for love, for healing, for acceptance, for whatever it is, we're just going to end up back in the same spot until we go inside and give ourselves what we didn't get at that time and or what we need. And that's the only place in my experience that we're going to actually bring that to resolution and have full healing. So, um, yeah. It, it, that can be a, feel like a pretty bitter thing to say or to swallow for some people, mm-hmm. but it isn't. It's the opportunity. Those parts where we split off, those are the segues, the opportunities to connect to higher consciousness within us. Because when we heal them, space opens up in us. Space is peace. And that peace, that space, is automatically what comes in is, is what I'll call higher consciousness, higher power. It's... No. Now, let me ask you, you just, you just said a couple of key words, higher consciousness, higher power. Um, a lot of, a lot when, when people talk about inner, tra- inner trauma and working on, on inward and finding inner peace and love within yourself and, and everything like that, um, first thing out of the gate, the child in me says, they're talking over your head. You know what I mean? So I kind of disconnect a little bit. And I think that keeps me in a safe zone. But what I can do is when you said the two words, um, uh, higher power and higher consciousness, it it brought it all 360 for me. Because, um, you know, along the way, I think not intentionally, there was a lot of that trauma that, you know, being in a, in a recovery environment and relying on not professional therapists, but people who, who walked the same and, and felt the same as I did to help me get through that. Um, and like I said, not professionally, it probably could have happened a lot, a lot easier and a lot less pain, <laughs> lot, with a lot less pain uh, professionally. But um, so, so I, I, I kind of get it, yep. but like it, it's um, almost a fourth step. Yeah. But, but I don't like relating um, real life situations or real life um, analyzations of things with, 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 with a book. You know what I mean? I, I have to kind of walk through what he was saying and process it in my mind and say, Oh, okay. I, I wasn't I wasn't professionally doing this one on one with somebody, but I did kind of get to the point where I was able to purge a lot of the. There's probably still a whole bunch in there because you said they get gets down in here and you don't even know, you know. Um, but so so I think I think um, I, I get what you mean 
But but the, like I said, the the very my very first thing is you're five and he's talking way over your head. <laughs> well, the one thing I I, I want to mention just you know in relation to that, hopefully this will um, resonate with you, is you talked about self love in there, mm-hmm. and self love is very misunderstood. It's great to talk to yourself and tell yourself you're great and great to get massages and pedicures. That's all wonderful. Mm-hmm. But until you understand what it is that you need and when you can intimately connect and give this part a voice, this inner life a voice, that's when you find out what you need. So in order to truly love yourself, you have to get to know yourself and understand what's going on, what it is that you really need. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the old thing about, you know, trying to grow roses on, on, on the, the manure wouldn't be right because that would grow very well on garbage. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, there was side of a mountain. Yeah, you did a lot of of um, when I was reading the book, the the work with the inner child was fascinating to me, particularly the writing with your right hand and then your left hand. Yep. yep. Can you explain how that works? I mean, I thought about it. I didn't actually do it, but I- and before you, and before you do that, I'm left-handed. So when you were talking, and this is just you know, simple math here. When you were talking, um, I'm wired opposite because I'm left-handed. So does, do things come in my left brain and get pushed over to my right or do they still come in my right? No, no. All, all of that is, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, we do say left, right brain. Yeah, and yeah. You say it so matter-of-factly. Uh-huh. And, you know, what I say, and I make sure that when I say this, I say this is a generalization because with left-handed people, that may not be the case. But mm-hmm. what happens in a time of trauma is that right brain gets locked out. So, therefore, if you're left-handed, you know, it's still, but, but, but regardless, it still gets stuck in your nervous system. Yeah, okay. So it's yeah, still it, stuck oh, yeah. It, the bottom line it, is, is it, all, it all happens the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, no, it doesn't seem to make any difference at all where the person is left-handed or right-handed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, excuse me, the left-handed people, you know, as we know, tend to be more artistic and, uh, and that way. <laughs> but uh, with this work, you know, the bottom line is there's something stuck in your nervous system. And with what Sally said is we do the foundation of the work is that left-right brain work. There's still guided meditations and you have to understand the nervous system. Mm-hmm. But that's how we are able to unwind it in a safe and gentle manner. We literally let that part speak. And uh, it seems, you know, I've developed this work, but it's not new. It's been around for a very long time. And it's like mm-hmm. it shows us how we work. It not only gives us access to our subconscious mind in a, in a direct way, in a safe and direct way, it also shows us how we're creating our life. We say there's two prerequisites to this work. The first one is that you have to be open-minded because it is abstract work and that left brain, that logical side wants to say, no, that's ridiculous. We can't do that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't make sense. Or it doesn't want to change. Basically, it wants to stick with what it knows. So to be open-minded and to let whatever wants to come out, come out is, 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 is imperative. And, uh, and it's not that hard. As soon as you suspend your judgment and let it, it will show you. And the second one is to be open to the possibility, the potentiality that you're completely responsible for your life because this will show you how you're creating your life. And that's not blame. It's just showing you that 
this this belief is inside of you being outpictured. And when you understand that, that is, it's not blame. It's the start of being able to reclaim your power, understanding that you are creating this and that's not blame. It's understanding how you work. So how did, how did you develop this? Like this? Uh, so we're going to have to do that one after the break. I'll tell you, but uh, okay. Well then, <laughs> so then uh, what, what happened to you that, 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 put your central nervous system into a tailspin causing you to like fall apart. Yeah. So I was doing actually very well in my life. I had a good training coaching business and making good money and traveling and had a good employees and all that stuff. And uh, I was doing well in every part of my life, except for my relationships, which made me question whether I dealt with a childhood abuse issue. And because I had such a clear pattern of destroying relationships, I knew how to look at it. And uh, with that, I, I, uh, I, you know, I just knew I'd look at it. So I was pretty sure I hadn't dealt with it. So uh, I went to a bunch of groups that didn't quite work for me, went to different types of counseling, talk therapy, gestalt, even some EMDR, and nothing seemed to quite work for me. And then I was referred to a therapist healer who asked me if I wanted to go for a home run and force the trauma out of me. And I had no idea trauma at that time. And uh, so I unwittingly and unknowingly said yes, and my whole life got didn't work blown apart. Yeah. Yeah. But so. now let me, let me ask you a real quick question before we go to break. Um, do you have gratitude that that happened so that you can share how to do it the proper way today? It took me a long time to forgive her. Yeah, but I know that I asked for that. Yeah. And without that, um, yeah, maybe I would not. I, pr- I definitely would not be here sharing this with people. So it really was on purpose. It took me a long time to t- come to grips with that. But yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess, I guess we all deal with that with, with, a, with a bunch of things that we, uh, that we go through in life and we get to the other side and we can have gratitude because we can share with someone who's going through it. One, how we got through it. Two, maybe give them some type of suggestion to, to make their path a little bit easier. Yeah. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. When Ellen and I return on the Miracles from Recovery radio show. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-hosts Ida Serena Lee and John Kennedy. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. 
Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to miracles in recovery to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org now back to this week's show welcome back ellen and i are speaking with dane stevens the author of Reclaim Your Power, How to Permanently Heal Unwanted Behaviors, Chronic Conditions, and Addictions. And he's introducing the neurotrauma healing process to our audience. Do me a favor real quick, Dane, right out of the gate. Give people uh, how they can get in touch with you, how they can get your book, and um, hopefully we can generate some of our uh, audience to reach out to you. Yeah, great, great. So the book, Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life, is on Amazon. And uh, you can also go to one of our websites, danestevensonline.com, D-A-N-E, Stevens with a V, online.com, or anextraordinarylife.ca, anextraordinarylife.ca. And you can find more out about the process itself, and you can get the book through there as well. And uh, as mentioned earlier, we have an experiential workshop on October the 28th where you can come and experience it online and we we, uh, walk you through it and take you through it where you can make make a connection in a safe and gentle manner to the life inside of you. And if you do have any questions that uh, weren't answered here, go to info at anextraordinarylife.ca. Be happy to, to speak with you and answer any questions you have. Do you have uh, any social media outlets like uh, Facebook yes, or? Yeah. So Facebook. First, first and foremost, w- would I be able to post this show to your Facebook account? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Or I'll just, I, I may have to friend you first, but. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can do that. So there's, yeah, Dane Stevens and Extraordinary Life is on Facebook and then on YouTube is the same thing. Dane Stevens and an Extraordinary Life. Okay, cool. And I do see where to register for your webinar on October 28th. It looks like it's about two hours. Yeah, five to seven. Yeah. And uh, just so you know, that one does not, it's not taped. It won't be sent to you. That one is is live. You have to be there for that one. Now, Um, you use Zoom for that? You use the Zoom format? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. And so you must have the one where you can hold more than 100. Yeah. 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 We have, I don't know what package we have. Yeah, 500 or 1,000. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how long How long did it take you to write the book? Uh, boy, you know, that's, that's a lot of heartache and headache, I'm sure. But how long? You did know, it-, it took me a while to be willing to publish the book because I didn't want, because you're dealing with a subconscious mind. And I didn't yeah. want to have people experience this and go to a place where they didn't know what to do or, or you know, you know, felt uncomfortable. Because of what happened to me, I, you know, safety was key. Mm. So I didn't want to do that, um, but I couldn't keep it a secret. You know, I also wanted people to get the full effect. 
So we say that you'll never be given more than you can handle. But if you don't understand the subconscious mind or maybe can't show up for yourself, that's why we highly suggest that you use a facilitator so you can make the connection and it doesn't take long at all. And you can build that relationship, which also, you know, doesn't take that long to do as long as you have somebody there who has done their work and understands how, how the work, how we work and how this, this works. So um, it took me a while just to, to get it out there. But uh, honestly, I had a really funny thing happen too that wasn't so funny. I was halfway through the book and uh, I had a client down in Kentucky I had to go down to. And I went to go save it to my external hard drive, and it failed twice. Mm. I thought, oh, oh, whatever, I'm taking the computer with me anyway, it's no big deal. And I put the computer in my, my uh, uh, suitcase, thinking that would be the safest place with all the clothes and everything, wow. and it got stolen. So wow. I lost half the book. And wow. I spent you know, six months, two years searching, trying to get my, my oh, external wow. hard drive, which wasn't, I, I couldn't get, it would... It was half there. I couldn't, I was trying to recover it. So I had to start. So um, in all, it took me about six years. Wow. But, but uh, you know, I know the information back and forth because I use it every day. Right, yeah. But, so so uh, yeah. with that, I mean, that, you know, the, the book took that long. How long did it take you to develop the processes in order to be able to, one, put them in place, feel comfortable with sharing them with others and ultimately write the book? Yeah. So as far as the process, I, it, it, uh, it took me five years to find somebody who could tell me what happened to me. Ironically enough, Hazel could tell me because she had the same thing happen to her. She had a oh. healer try and force a trauma on her. And now she's a trauma specialist. So apparently that's how we're made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. After that, I didn't get the relief from that. I learned about the, the nervous system from the um, Hazel who did Peter Levine's teachings and Bert Hellinger and, and Bessel van der Kolk and so on, but I didn't get the, the, the relief that I needed there until mm-hmm. I found John Bradshaw's book, Dr. John Bradshaw. And he's the one that did the left right brain process. And that's where I really made the connection. Went, oh my goodness. And uh, even from there, I tried to do it on my own and I couldn't get that part to release, to unfreeze. I couldn't get that part to feel safe. And if I couldn't create the level of safety to let mm-hmm. that part to unfreeze, and it felt like a, an eight-month fight with myself. It was horrible because I knew it was there, but I couldn't make it safe. I didn't know what to do. And I searched to try and find somebody who did this work. Nobody did it. Nobody would do I tried to talk counselors into it. I scoured the internet and phoned anybody I thought, and nobody would. And ironically enough, I found somebody across the street from me who oh, had wow. work and who was willing to work with me. And I worked with her for two months. And through that, I gained traction. And I call traction when we have a consistently healthy and positive relationship with life within us. And I was able to take the work over on my own. And from there, I swear these processes just poured out of me. Mm. And uh, it, uh, yeah, I, like I can't, I don't claim them as my own. Uh, the, the foundation's been around for a long time, but they've just never been made into a usable manner. So, um, I, I time frame, I'm not even sure. I was like 13 years ago now. And uh, it took me yeah, about six years to, to discover the process of staying in fight or flight. And then another, yeah, probably another five years or something before I was actually able to put it out to people. Can you six tell years. us a little bit about how that process works? So, 
we'll go back a little bit and, and something is stuck looping your nervous system on process. It's looping between your left and your right hemispheres of your brain. The, the, the um, senses of sight, sound, color, imagination, so on. And then the part of trying to file it, understand it, you know, those two are looping. It's like a broken record, continue to skipping, skipping, skipping. So what we do is we give the person through the left, right brain process, direct access intimately. You get to connect with that part in that, that is, that's stuck at that time. And two things happen when we have a trauma. One is time stops. And we've all experienced an adult that got their buttons pushed, maybe even a prominent adult, and all of a sudden they act like they're six years old. And maybe that's exactly right. Because what happens is time stops. And that six-year-old is still trying to deal with that thing within you, that experience within you. So, and the second part is, it, you know, we split off. And, and that's where the brain's MO survival pushes it out of the way. And this becomes its own entity as such, cycling within us, trying to be processed. So, how we access the subconscious mind is through emotion. So, it's that feeling. We connect with that feeling and give that feeling, which is that six-year-old, as an example, a voice. And we let it speak. When, and... That's what drives this. We don't drive this from here. We don't tell it what to do. We don't, you know, tell it what it needs. We find out. We make it safe enough for this part to speak so we know and understand what this part needs. And then with our conscious part, we give that part what it needs, whether it be safety, whether it be respect, whether it be love, whether it be attention, whatever that is. And when you do that, this inner life, that's where you get to really know that this inner life is real because the feeling changes. The inside creates the outside. That's what I know to be true for me. What's going on inside of me creates my outer experience. So when that inner life all of a sudden feels free or feels safe, guess what happens in your world? Mm. You attract more freedom. You attract more things that make you feel safe. You attract more love. And it's if by magic, but it shows us how we're working. And beyond that, not only that, when we learn to give ourselves what we need and we see that when we do that, the outer world mirrors it back to us, that's where we really learn our power. We become our source. We become our source of love. We become our source of love. That's to be the most important thing in the world, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, will, will this work for everyone? It's science. And as I say this, there's not a person this could not help in the world, Mm -hmm. but it's not for everybody. And I'm saying that to me as much as anybody because I used to get really attached to people getting it. And, 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 you know. You wanted it for them more than they wanted it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you can't care for somebody else. I really learned that. Yeah. And uh, so as long as a person's open-minded and uh, willing to let out what wants to come out, um, yeah, there's, there's no reason. I, you know, we worked with people and I had a guy with a heart condition who got healing, which I didn't expect. I didn't, you know, I should. I know the body's the effect, I, I should, but I didn't know he seemed quite left-brained and it was a heart. But he worked with us and didn't have to have a heart operation. Wow. Uh, wow. So one lady, one uh, lady, 45 years of PTSD, no longer has PTSD. Uh, lots of chronic pain, lots of people off medications and so on. So, yeah. So, so, so it's, it's, it's a very successful um, process. Yep. As long, I, I guess, like anything else, as long as you're, you're 
being honest with yourself and what you what you expect out of it, then everybody and anybody could be successful. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's like uh, women are hardwired for this stuff. I guess it's that's a, a you know yeah. a brain thing. Oh yeah, it's like they can't lie to themselves. A guy can kind of hedge the bet a little bit more, so to speak, <laughs> left more left brained and gets maybe backs away. But yeah. it seems like the females like can't. It's coming out. <laughs> so well, I mean that's I mean that's a that that's a that's a good thing. I mean outside of, you know, um, like if if there if there was a couple, if you were working with a couple, and the guy's still na 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 in his mind, and she's getting it, and he's not, you know, yeah. that could be kind of intense at home. Yeah. 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 We, we do work with, we don't work with couples that much, but I, if you are doing, doing this work. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it's, this would be better off done as individual. an individual. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, I, I was, I was looking at it and, you know, one of the things you said was your inner child might be angry. You know, I think mine is. Yeah. Yeah. Me. yeah. 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 And they have and a right you, to be. You That's really nothing thought of like every single scenario. I, I mm. really, really enjoyed reading it. I can't oh, tell good. you how much. Good. good. Well, definitely. Uh, yeah, give that part a voice, I have to say. Yeah, and uh, watch the magic happen. And then life shows you. There's nothing, I keep telling clients, there's nothing to do out there. Mm. You know, when the inside changes, the outside changes. Because it's just a feedback system showing you what you're thinking, what you're believing, and how you're treating yourself. So. You know, what? It, it, it blows me away when we have guests on that speak um, other than my experience you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. my experience i I can look back and i can say you know i I got clean on february 28th 1989 and through this whole journey i'm 31 and a half years clean or 31 and how many months clean and then i speak to somebody else who uses a process that maybe have made that might have made that easier Mm -hmm. somewhere along the way and i go like should have had a v8 you know (laughs) and we only have we only have like one more minute left. So, um, and I really don't think we covered everything that we needed to. So I'm going to see if we can't, re- I'll reach out to you later on and see if we can't schedule you for, you know, That'd a comfortable great. time down the road and, and uh, we can get back that. into it again. I mean, I, I think this was, uh, this was a great hour. It they was. always go by too fast when yeah. we, when we have good conversations like this. Yeah. And um, I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me on. You guys are awesome and, and been a pleasure speaking with you both. And, and I'd love to come back. Great. Thank you. And with that. With Miracles in Recovery, hope is in your corner. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.